Hello and welcome to Business Line Podcasts. I am Chitra Narayanan. Today we are going to talk about the news media business which has been seeing an increased interest by corporate groups of late. Joining me today is Vanita Kohli Khandekar who has been tracking the media and entertainment space for well over two decades. She is the author of The Indian Media Business, one of the most authoritative books on the media business in India. She is also a contributing editor to the Business Standard. Hi, Anita. Hi, welcome. Hi. To, hi uh, welcome to Business Line Podcast. Great to have you here. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and I think it's um, uh, it's an issue that has uh, evinced much interest. Yes, uh, I think today the news is a buzz with you know the NDTV uh, takeover by Adani. It's led to a lot of talk about the growing corporate takeover of news media, be it India or the US. Do you think other factors leading to it? I know that there were corporate ownership of media earlier too, but it seems to be like increasing of late. There's only been corporate ownership of media, Chitra. From the beginning, media has been owned, whether it's the Indian Express or Malala Manorama or you know, media has always, during the freedom movement, it is big businesses which uh, launched newspapers in order to aid the freedom movement. And and that's how the history of most newspapers, and the first newspaper in this country was launched by Rajaram Mohan Roy. It was part to aid the freedom and many of the newspapers which started. So my point is, from the beginning of news media in this country, corporate ownership has been the norm, not the exception. A, You know, you feel it more strongly now because... Many of these companies are listed. We are more aware of businesses, economy, the link between business, politics, and the economy and all of that. You see very few not-for-profit or, um, you know, reader-run um, uh, news initiatives. So you would have a, a, a wire, which is a Section 25 company, or you would have some... Uh, there are less than a million new subscribers in this country. Only 20 or 30% of the revenues of newspapers come from subscriptions. It's an advertising-driven advertising led scale business so this is I mean, it's always been owned by corporates having said that i think what caused financial distress is that it has become intensely competitive the need for capital you and i both know that journalism is a very high cost business you want to do a decent story people have to travel resources have to be pumped into into a story and that cannot only ad generated revenues cannot finance those kind that kind of journalism all the time and that's where the the distance has happened, A, and B, there has been a huge amount of politicization of media. Nearly half the news channels in this country are owned by, you know, it could be real estate guys, it could be cable operators, it could be local politicians. So there are, you know, huge number of issues here which have culminated in this. It's not just corporate ownership. That's my point. Okay, so are you saying that entry barriers to media have also reduced? I mean, in a sense, if you're saying a real estate company, anybody can uh, run a media business now. Is that, uh, could it also be the advent of digital uh, media, so to speak? I mean, uh, anybody, we've seen that channels can band together and start a media outfit, right? Yeah, no, but you know what? Yeah, that may be true to some extent. But remember, when people started a media outlet in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 
they began with a certain purpose in mind and they will say okay i'll get a leading market share and i'll make so much i they started it as a business though i think many of us uh, left liberal types used to think that oh you know media can't be a business but it is a business ultimately good journalism needs funding but the class of ownership and this is see there are three broad points but i'll i'll recap them in the end the class of ownership which is coming in now does not care about making money by providing good journalism the class of ownership that is coming in the last 15 20 years is about throwing money at the business making a space in the on the podium for yourself and making a noise in order to have some influence or say or you know just to burn up capital because in television again i come back to it in television and in online i see so many outlets which are throwing money at the whole space and they're clearly not making money so where is this money coming from so when you have owners who do not have the pressure to make money competing with owners who are beholden to shareholders or partners or whoever and who want to make money fair and square you have an asymmetrical situation mm-hmm. and that that is playing out the three things uh, chitra i am a quickly recap for your uh, listeners mm-hmm. one we have very mutilated kind of ownership structure emerging my problem is not corporate ownership of media my problem is ownership of media by people who are not interested in the business of media or in making it a good world class media company who are just there to burn capital or buy influence and this could be politicians this could be religious organizations this could be cable operators this could be real estate companies could be anybody secondly we do not have strong not for profit brands a role which durdashan could have played has not been played the role which bbc plays in the uk we do not have a brand at least one or two brands when they play that role it keeps the news market straight and fair that has not happened you this market is mutilated beyond recognition it's no longer a news market it's an entertainment market news has been gaining viewership at the cost of entertainment so uh, uh, we do we did have very strong uh, news driven brands whose where the owners only purpose for business was news but uh, Correct. they were clearly not able to sustain it financially and and hence had to seek out corporate uh, support or whatever, whatever financial support so what has gone wrong any lessons i mean how can they make the business sustainable see in uh, in the in the us we've seen amazon has taken over jeff bezos has taken over a media outfit and turn can you turn it around and i mean you did say that uh, they are not interested in making money but are throwing money but still is there a way for news businesses to become uh, what what do you call it profitable that the only way a i think you know you have to give an ndtv or many of the others grace of the fact that this is a mutilated market they are fighting a battle in a market which is mutilated by various factors uh the way to for media to make money is through readers and through advertisers and through and when i say readers means it could be either subscription or reader revenue i mean the only two examples or three examples which come to mind are the new york times the financial times and the um, economist and all three of them have some element of trust structure trust in them so when the ownership has an element or if you look at the guardian the scott trust owns it i think it's not about see ndtv was a corporate it has been it is being brought into by a corporate so it is a corporate taking over a corporate if you for one minute forget that ndtv is a media company mm-hmm. so i think the structure of the corporate is not a problem here chitra that's the point i'm trying to make i think the intent of the corporate is the problem here 
Amazon has taken over Washington phones from whatever I hear with good intent. I don't know how they turn out to be owners. You know, many of the new, to my mind, BBC, New York, I mean, all of these, all the good brands have some element of not-for-profit stroke trust in their ownership structure. I think that builds the moral spine you need for media to, and then you need the financial blood supply, which comes from having a good business head. So, you know, it was Mark Thompson at New York Times. It was John uh, Ridding at Financial Times. So, you you know, or Chris Tibbs at The Economy. So, you had that. And by the way, if I'm not mistaken, I haven't looked at NDTV numbers. They were doing very well online. They've been having the last, I don't know if they've had a good quarter. Please check this. But I think they were not doing badly. They've, they've cut costs. They did a lot of things. So, they tried to fight back. But, you know, this market is mutilated. And the loans you've taken earlier for the entertainment business, for all of that, that's all coming down to prey on everything. Yeah, I think are we going to, I mean, what is going to be the impact of all this? I know you said that the intent of the corporate buying into news media is uh, not exactly all that uh, thing. So are we going to see the rise of more agenda driven uh, news? Can the uh, reader be assured of seeing fair and no, you can't. We are already seeing in the last decade, we've seen so much agenda-driven news journalists. I mean, on television, I rarely see non-agenda-driven news. I haven't seen news channels for nine years now. I cannot bear to see them because they are utter rubbish. On online, the kind of rubbish sites that come up, where? Who's financing them? It's agenda-driven. Na? You can argue whether it's right agenda, left agenda, liberal agenda, jobi agenda. I'm okay with an editor having a filter. So as an editor, but if you're only speaking in one voice for one particular point set of partners, then we are in trouble. And the lack of trust globally across all research, which is, you look at the latest Reuters study, you look at studies in the US, trust in journalism is at, at a nadir current, current in mainstream journalism. Nobody trusts mainstream media. Okay. So it's a, it's a bevy of factors, Chitra. It's a bevy of factors. Yeah, but uh, you've been tracking uh, the whole space of yeah for now almost two decades or more you know and so many books also you've written on it so is there any which way that uh, news media can reclaim their space you know the free and independent space uh, is there any end to it or is it a very gloomy situation ahead see you need capital and capital will capital is not interested in news media in india because uh, your digital ethics code has made it very difficult to attract enough capital or, you know, without being based out of Singapore or whatever. So one is capital. One, you need one or two independent and not-for-profit news brands in this country. Again, that's something only the state can do. Whether it was the previous governments, whether it is this government, if they have the gumption and they say, okay, let's make, let's free Doordarshan completely from government control. So administratively and financially, Doordarshan is still controlled by the government. Though in, in letter, it is free. It's autonomous. So they say, okay, we can do this. I think these two, three, and capital is a problem right now. Capital is not attracted to, forget news media. It's not even attracted to entertainment media in India in large measure. So till capital comes in and capital is confident to stay with news media. For Quint is the only big example, which I can think of, of, of a media company or a media owner who put his money back into media and started showing results in six years. But he ran it like a business, but he ran it like a business which did journalism, proper journalism. Now, mm-hmm. I don't see that. I see a lot of green shoots. So I see a morning context. I see News Minute. I see so many nice uh, efforts. But they're small, Chitra. 
for they if they have to hit the scale of a google or facebook they need that kind of money to throw into artificial intelligence into algo driven getting readers who scaling up because 80% of the digital revenues in this country go to facebook and google google gets half facebook gets one third of the 30000 crore that goes to digital media what is left for the others newspapers do well but they, it's a shrinking business Uh, is this all uh, true of the regional media scenario also? I mean, everything. It's, it's of, true uh, of every. It's on what part of the spectrum you are. You know, when that we we discuss, uh, when we discuss anything in the spectrum, uh, where are you? So English media is far down that spectrum. Hindi is very close to English now. Others, there are languages which are much stronger. You know, where there's less competition. I mean, intuitively you would know that where there's less competition. Let's say in Bangla, for example. or in malayalam you know you have two strong newspapers and that's it that's the malayalam market yeah. so it makes life easier therefore so it's really and i really think the way out is to have good capital well intentioned capital in this business well on that note thank yeah. you so much uh, for thank you so much anita and i think there's a lot of food for thought there so thanks by the night <laughs>